Welcome to the Kingdom Corner. I'm Andrew, and with me, as always, is my friend, your favorite host uh, of all podcasts, Chiefs podcasts specifically, but of all, I'm sure, too, Mr. Dale Baker. How are we feeling on this Victory Monday? Never a doubt, Andrew. Never a doubt. <laughs> uh, so I knew we were coming in. I knew we were leaving with the victory. It's fantastic. Uh, it's just if the uh, Chiefs couldn't beat or the Bills couldn't beat the Chiefs yet last night then win, right? And I'm sure we're going to yeah. get into it. <laughs> uh, we're going to get into a lot of that. We're going to get into yeah. a lot of it. So, I mean, as we know, just put out front here, the Chiefs have now ended the Bills' season in, in the postseason, the last three of the four years. So, oh, I, I mean, that is – I'm not saying that's dominance uh, overall because the Chiefs have had the uh, – have been on the losing end of that in the regular season, but when it, when it matters most, they got it figured out. So – well, in this episode, we're going to be talking about this game uh, against the yeah. Bills. What impressed us? Maybe what has us a little bit worried? Uh, yeah, why yeah. did the Chiefs win? And even talk about some of the new records that were set, uh, as well as many other things, too, especially this one question. Do you reach the ball out for the end mm. zone when you're mm-hmm, that close, mm-hmm. or do you just protect it? So we'll get into all that and more here in just a minute. So hang with us here. Mahomes looks to throw it. Pump faking right side. He wants it. A comeback cut. It is caught by Kelsey. Touchdown, Kansas City. The game is over. The Kansas City Chiefs are champions. How about those Chiefs? All right, Dale. So uh, the first thing I got to mention is the broadcast crew, right? So Tony Romo, there's many Oof. thoughts on him, but I, and I'm not going to spend a lot of time on this, but I have to say it because it's just so such an obvious thing is he was very obviously a Bills fan in last night's game, was he not? Oh yeah, yeah, oh yeah. But you gotta love Tony Romo, right? Oh, I mean, no, the, I know. yeah, the <laughs> I energy. Don't, the, I do the, not the, have to love him at all. I mean, you, you feel free to do that all you want. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, I do not have to love him. He, I think he. Well, I'm not gonna bash him too much, but I'll just leave it at this. He was very obviously a Bills fan last night, and as a broadcaster, you're supposed to be neutral. Right, so, but none of, these, none of these guys are neutral. I well, mean, none all of them guys... are, but Tony Romo just puts it all out there for you without saying it. Just yeah, basically yeah, yeah. says, well, I've, I'd be really worried if I was the Chiefs fan right now. Or, man, oh, yeah. watch Josh Allen here. Watch what he's going to do. And, yeah, yeah, he used to try to predict all those plays. And then after he got out of the uh, out of, out yeah. the locker room for a year or two, uh, he started missing on all those guesses. Yeah. And so I think he's relied on his past success a lot for his broadcasting career. Just like his NFL career, so we'll, we won't get into that too much, though. So. Oh man, yeah, you're Cowboys, <laughs> you're Dallas, you're Dallas Cowboys, man. Come on, don't be hating on them. Hey, uh, not not yeah, a Cowboys I, fan here. I know, I know, uh, but you know, you and CD are attached to him <laughs> yeah, now forever. Okay. Um, well, I don't know about that, but apparently, <laughs> you're the hater of him, though. That's for well, sure. you know, I heard this funny joke uh, about the Cowboys. You know why yeah. they're America's team? Why is that? Because they watch the Super Bowl home just like America. <laughs> there, you <go. laughs> so, there you go. I like it. So, I like but yeah, it. Uh, I love Tony Romo. I love his energy. I know he's just. I, I think he. I think there's like this fatigue, if you will, with the Kansas City Chiefs right now. Uh, unfortunately for the the national media, I mean, I, we kind of live in our silo, our bubble, where like we talk nothing or we listen nothing but Chiefs, and so like, but a lot of people they don't they don't oh, appreciate no. the Chiefs like uh-huh. we do. I know. I agree with you. Most yeah, of yeah. the nation is tired of the Chiefs. I mean, you can say now 
that you can understand what the Patriots fans were going through all those years. Oh, yeah. When they were winning the Super Bowls, and we were like, okay, anybody but the Patriots. And now it's become that way about the Chiefs. Right. So So, we'll get more into why some of that is. But let's jump to this Bills game, right? So first off, what impressed you about the Chiefs win against the Bills? And as such, you know, the first game that Patrick Mahomes has played in the playoffs on the road, if you don't include the Super Bowl, which right, we did, right. but you know, to the yeah. national media world, they don't right. for whatever reason. So did not think that was going to be a big deal. Pat Mahomes on the road. I mean, like no. what are we talking about? He's, I mean, we talked about that, but uh, the thing that impressed me the most was the offensive line and the wide receivers. Uh, we All knew right. Pacheco was going to do good. Uh, we knew Travis Kelsey, but the wide receivers, just the others, MVS uh, in particular, I mean, shout out him uh, for making two big catches. Uh, I think he had three catches, but he had two big uh, catches in the game. And then the offensive line not letting pressure, uh, not allowing a sack and just showing, I mean, no false starts or anything like that. I think they may have had an offensive holding, uh, maybe. But just really playing a clean game, what we kind of talked about on Thursday. Uh, hey, just how important nothing was that Juwan Taylor, right? Nothing, yeah. I mean, so like – just getting it right. And so, I mean, like, we're going to need that uh, here going on. So, for sure. Yeah. Well, and not to harp on Juwan Taylor's we had before, yeah. but I'll just repeat it once again. I still think that they picked on him a little little more than anybody else, whether they right, want right. to admit it or not. So, yeah, yeah, I agree. No sacks is huge, right? The Bills had yeah. the seventh uh, sack rate in the National Football League during the regular season. So, ho- holding the number seven sacking team, and the league to zero sacks is huge. Yeah, right? that's huge. that's massive, right? And so, then you also um, the thing that impressed me too about this victory was not just the zero sacks, but also uh, the how the Chiefs called their game, right? Yeah. So Andy Reid yeah, is yeah. notorious for just like let's just throw the ball, let's just throw the ball. We'll run it a yeah. few times just so we can say we ran it, right? But other than that, we're not running the ball. We're throwing the ball, and so I yeah. think they have adapted very well to just the personality of their team and the players on their team Uh, to their credit. We've said, you know, before, even years before, just the, the the knock on Andy Reid is he gets so set on what he wants to do that he doesn't adapt to his offense very well. Right. Like he might adapt how he throws the ball, but he's still going to throw the ball. And now we're seeing that he's actually adapting to run the ball you know they, they didn't abandon the run the whole game so it was yeah. it was really good to see they had a very balanced attack i mean we did not do the homework but i would be i would be curious to know if that was the least amount of times pat mahomes has thrown the ball in a game well, 23 23 attempts it's uh definitely going to be up there <laughs> so, definitely gonna be up there so 23 yeah. pass attempts and 24 rushing attempts so that was a yeah. very well balanced team right there Yes, very well balanced. Uh, yeah. So Pat had a great game. Uh, we can talk about that. I mean, just the fact uh, averaging 9.3 per pass, uh, which is impressive, which is a, quite a bit higher than what his season average was. I think his season average was somewhere around four or five yards. And so to bump that up that much is pretty impressive for Pat. So, yeah, kudos. Hey, I'll take it. I'll take it. So uh, what about the flip side? What has you worried about this Chiefs team? Maybe moving forward or maybe even just about the game itself? Yeah, the, the our run defense. Oh, by far, right? Yeah, our be. run defense. Yeah. So, And you got to throw in there, too. So the Chiefs were the number two sack uh, team in the league this year. So right yeah. behind the Baltimore Ravens, they had the most sacks. And they yeah. also had zero sacks in this game. So, and yeah. I understand Josh Allen can be an elusive guy and he's a really big guy to bring down, but yeah. 
they didn't hardly even have a chance to sack him. Like they got a few no. pushes and hits on him here and there, but they were getting no pressure on them to to sack him, even if the opportunity would have been there. So right. just, they got to no they got to do something about that. So and I think they will. I mean, Chris Jones, um, for them. I mean, he had a few big plays here and there, right? But right. for a guy who wants to be paid thirty million a year or whatever he wants. Right. I mean, you got to get something going here, right? Yeah. So, and I'm not saying he has to do something every play, but you got to affect the game in some way if you're going to be getting that kind of money. Right. Yeah, definitely. So, yeah, I just, I don't know what, I mean, we kind of talked about a couple weeks ago or a couple episodes ago about just the fact that we have the defense, it feels like, to stop the run. Yeah. Uh, But for whatever reason, we cannot. And so, uh, yeah, we're going to have to get it, we're going to have to figure it out this week, though. I would think. Oh, man, for sure. Yeah, we'll talk about so. more in a second. But the other thing that has me worried or had me worried about this last game is McCall yeah. Hardman, right? Oh, I mean, yeah, yeah. <laughs> whether they counted in the stats this way or not, the guy had two fumbles and lost one. He was lucky his teammate recovered the first one for him. Right. To save yeah. him, right? But then yeah. the second one came in a crucial part of the game man. Uh, where the Chiefs had a huge stop on the fake punt, right? Yeah. Huge stop there. So, and we'll – Kind of talk about that more in a second, too, yeah. I'm sure. But um, huge stop there. The Chiefs are driving. They have a chance to go up by two possessions, right? Two. First and goal from, uh. like, the two- or three-yard line. And now if they hand it off to McCole Hardman, you know, because apparently Isaiah Pacheco, they thought, you know what, I know he's in the game, but let's let him rest his legs while he's right. in here. So makes no sense. Yeah. But anyways, they give McCole Hardman the ball, trying to do one of those jet sweeps over there. And as he's falling down, trying to reach the ball out, fumbles the ball out of the back of the end zone. As soon as they showed the replay, I was like, "Oh yeah, that's a fumble." Unfortunately, uh, I thought just... it. I thought I thought it looked. Uh, now I'm no referee or I'm no expert, but I thought it looked too close to overturn. Well, that was. I thought, I, I thought it was very know. close, but I was looking like, if I'm being uh, completely yeah. unbiased here, yeah, yeah, I think that's a fumble. I think it yeah. was moving before he he hit. It wasn't a completely moving, but it was moving before yeah. anything hit the ground. And so, no. anyway, uh, I mean, yeah. that's huge. So you got to – the one thing I will always say is that your first uh, goal, your first thing you should – all you're trying to do when you get into the red zone is protect yeah. the ball. Because right. once you're in the red zone, you should be getting points either way, whether it's three or seven. You want seven for sure, but you want to protect the ball and not walk away with zero points. Yeah. And that's exactly what McCall Harbin did not do. Did not protect the ball, trying to stretch it out, got it knocked out. And yeah. and as the NFL rule goes, it goes through the back of the end zone and the other team gets it. So, so two questions here for you then. Start All with right. this one. If you're the coach, maybe you player, however you want to look at it, what do you coach your guys to do when they're running the ball towards the end zone? Are yeah, you I teaching think... them say, hey, reach for it, try to get it? Or are you saying just tuck it in and live to fight yeah. another down? Uh, situations are situational. Right. And so I think that I live by that. And so different, all, all things are different. So you got to know where you're at in the game. What is the most important thing? And so like uh, even I, Travis Kelsey had a similar play, but I mean, he protect he held onto the ball and protected the ball. Uh, so I think you uh, saying that it was first and goal is the clear and obvious you get yeah. to live, you live to play another down. Right. So yeah. hold on the ball and then you're on the, you're inside the one yard line you get three more chances uh, basically to get the ball, yeah. uh, you know, six inches into the the end zone. And so I think, yeah, I think that would be the one thing you coach the guys like, Hey, it's first down, just know your situations, what's going on, what's happening, where we're at in the game. 
it would have been huge to go up by 10 points uh, there oh, in, yeah. in that game. So, and especially because I think then, uh, but also maybe, you know, Josh Allen, then they thought they could run the clock out and run down and score at the end or tie it or whatever. I don't know, but uh, yeah, definitely would have changed the game and how it was played. And so, yeah, absolutely. I think would have played to our strengths for our defensive strengths, uh, passing yeah. our pass, our pass coverage. So, yeah. So do you like that rule of the fumble going out the back of the end zone, the other team getting it? I don't understand why that's a rule. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't but, understand, like, why Why does the other team get it or why – I mean, why can't you back them up? The, the team that – no clear recovery or no chance of recovery or, like, if it wasn't intentional in the sense that, like, you know, I'm tossing it ahead so that it would go in the end zone. Like, why are we giving it – it doesn't – I don't – I'd love well, to it, read the rule. It's just a unique little wrinkle that the NFL yeah. has that makes it different, right? And, I mean, you can yeah. make the same argument about why do does the other team get the ball if you get a safety? Why can't you just have it down right there? Right. Right. So it's just it's a wrinkle yeah. in the game that makes it fun. Right. Yeah, so yeah. I'm I'm kind of for it, but if anything, uh if they were to change it, I would not say you get the ball at the one. I'd say you get the ball at the twenty five or the twenty. Right. Yeah, so first, second goal, whatever it yeah. would have been. But you get it back to the twenty twenty five. But if if it were to change at all, I'm kind of okay with it. I heard yeah. on uh, the podcast with Jason and Travis Kelsey, they oh, talked yeah. about this a few weeks ago, and they both kind of agreed. Says, "Hey, uh, we like it. It just makes it kind of unique for yeah. the NFL versus other right. uh, sports and stuff. They all have every sport has something that's kind of a little bit unique to them. Yeah. It doesn't maybe quite make sense to the casual fan, but uh, it's just a unique wrinkle in it. So it's just one of those things for the NFL." So, all right, let's talk about this. Why did the Chiefs win this game? What did they do to pull out the victory? Uh, they they had a plan. Uh, I think that was the biggest thing. They knew what they were going to do. Uh, the defense, you know, bend, don't break kind of mentality where they were – I mean, I think stopping them on that first drive was huge for a field goal. Yeah, uh, was was a big deal, and so that kind of set the tone that hey, we're gonna you're probably gonna get yards, but we're not gonna let you just get in the end zone. And so, uh, but yeah, I think the wide receivers catching, the offensive line blocking, I think that's why we won that game. So yeah, if Pat was if Pat was under duress, I think it'd been a lot different game. And then the offensive line just playing the run, uh, the running uh, for Pacheco and Clyde Edwards Hilaire had just huge gaping holes where they could get through yeah. and get a bunch of chunk yards. So yeah. Yeah, I mean, as bad as the Chiefs' run defense was, the Bills' run defense was even worse, right? Yeah. And so the the Chiefs uh, were averaging over six yards per carry, no matter who touched the ball, over six yards a carry, <laughs> and 6.1 yeah. if you want to be exact. And the Bills averaged 4.7. So, wow, uh, man, that is huge difference right there. I know 4.7 is still quite a bit, but, man, giving up over six yards a touch is is big. Right. So, and the other thing I'd add to all those things you said are correct as well, but why the Chiefs won a couple big plays here and there, you know, they yeah. stopped that fake punt, which was yeah. huge. That was huge. Know? And uh, side note, the Chiefs only had 10 guys on the field on that play. They didn't even have all 11 guys on the field. They oh, stopped it with 10. Yeah. Wow. So, uh, there you go. Even better. So, but the other thing you could also point out to a few big key mistakes by the bills and if this would have gone the bills way you could have said the same thing about the chiefs too such as the fumbles right. we've talked about and other things but yeah uh, so the obvious thing is the missed field goal at the end that was huge right heartbreaking 
It was heartbreaking. So, uh, but Allen missed a wide open receiver. I think it was Shakiri right in the back of the end zone on that final drive. He's open and just yeah. the ball fell about five, 10 yards short of him. Just, I right. mean, he was under a little bit of duress there. Once again, yeah. not sacked, maybe not even close to being sacked, but just trying to rush that throw and didn't quite right. get it there. So missed him. Here's an interesting stat for you. Uh, another uh, man, Allen, uh, Josh Allen, about his passing. So mm-hmm. Allen threw 16 balls behind the line of scrimmage and yep. completed all 16 of those, yep. uh, which is tied for the most such completions since they started tracking those stats seven years ago. Okay. So uh, beyond the line of scrimmage, he was 10 for 21. So only completed 47% of his passes beyond the line of scrimmage. Wow. And of those completions, only two of those completions were completed beyond where the first down markers were. Wow. So all uh, but two of his completions were uh, be, were not even for would not have had first downs if they would have been stopped right where they caught it. Yeah, I think that's telling. Uh, who's their OC? Joe Brady. Joe Brady is that it? Sure, that I'll the, go with that. Uh, okay, the new the new <laughs> Bills know. OC that's been set, the OC for seven games. I think that showed you uh, what they think of Josh Allen, right? Uh, well, I think also let's you limit the Chiefs' pass defense yeah, too. Right, right. Okay, I think it's yeah, a little but, bit of both, but yes. Let's make Josh Allen a game manager and he's going to use his legs. I mean, that's exactly what he did. And I mean, therefore, I mean, I mean, they had, they've had uh, so many plays. I just pulled it up. I think they had, oh, I just had it. Where'd it go? Talking about um, total plays, they had 78. Yeah, yeah 78. The Chiefs, 47. Right. And so, I mean, like, I mean, they were just, they were just taking it easy. Uh, and just marching down the field. I mean, just whatever four yards a carry, whatever it was, whatever they're given, and those little swing passes were working. Uh, so I don't know why we didn't have anybody out in the flat guarding those things. But Man, uh, <laughs> I know that was frustrating over and over again. But I think, like you know, you 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 uh, worry about like Josh Allen using his legs. If you got a guy over there, then you got nobody in the middle to slow down Josh Allen. But yeah, it was uh, telling. I think what Joe Brady's game plan, like Mahomes or Allen, we don't want Allen to beat us and throwing down the ball down the field because of the Chiefs' defense, because of their aggressiveness, because of who they are. You know, it's just like yeah, we're well, not I don't that. know that if I'd agree with that entirely because he was throwing balls down the field; they just weren't completing him. Yeah, right. but they, it was like they had, yeah. they had a huge one that would have that was almost caught, and the guy was arguing that he has arms under it, but by replay, because he clearly did not. But it yeah. would have been a huge play. I think it was Shakir down the field that would have been for like forty yards or something. So right. they were pushing, they were trying, I should say, push the ball down the field. Yeah. But I think the Chiefs' defense was just taking it all away. Yeah, so, I think a lot of that was the. Uh... Like that was late, you know, like that almost like not desperation time, but like getting there, like getting close. We got to make a play. We got to get going. And so oh, yeah, uh, that, that was definitely yeah. late in the game. But I, right. I think yeah, yeah. I would credit the Chiefs defense more than I would say is their game plan, though, just because I think the Chiefs defense is yeah. smothering oh, yeah. receivers oh, where yeah. they he can't throw the ball uh, to those deep shots, even though they want to, because it's right. just not there. Well, yeah, I'm saying like because they know the defense. That's why they played put in this game plan was like we can't okay, you so know so I, that, that's I, why I was because of the, so, so yeah, their so game because, plan is because of how good the Chiefs defense is right their pass or their pass defense is you know top of the top of the league right and so right. because of that they're like we can't afford you to throw the interception three times so that's yeah. what that's what I you know saw thought was interesting so yeah 
Well, that is an interesting thought. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm just saying it's an interesting thought. I I know what you're saying. I know you long enough. I know what you're saying. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, you know, it just, it's all right. So uh, here's the thing I want to say to you. Jason Kelsey is my current spirit animal. (laughs) I mean, that guy. I mean, maybe outside the beer in his hand. Uh, that's not necessarily yeah, yeah. my my yeah, yeah. thing, but you know, yeah. just him with a shirt off. Okay, maybe I wouldn't take my shirt off either. But just his <laughs> his energy for the team and for his brother. I mean, that yeah, was just for his brother. It's, yeah, it's fantastic to watch. Yeah, fantastic. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I love seeing it. Right. Yeah. And so, and I, you know what? Maybe I'm, you know, on the outside looking in here too. But uh, I'm starting to get on board with him showing Taylor Swift. You know, hey, and and not because and it's not because I'm a huge Taylor Swift fan, but her yeah. energy of just cheering for the Chiefs, I love to see it. I just love seeing them show even fans in the stands or whoever it is, yeah, just putting their heart and soul into cheering for the Chiefs. So I love it. So she's all in. She's a chief. She's yeah. a chief fan. She's part of the part of the Chiefs kingdom. So that's right. Uh, yeah, Kelsey jumping. I mean, I don't know if you saw on the uh, X, but uh, Kelsey jumping out into the the stands uh, and giving people high fives, and which is hilarious to me because oh, he's I all built. Yeah, you gotta get on X and see find see if you can find it. Uh, but he jumped out in the stands like giving Bills high fives, and it's hilarious that they're giving the, him high fives because he's cheering for the Chiefs. So it's this. Yeah, it's comical. He he might be the most beloved. Uh, NFL player that there yeah. is, yeah, yeah, no uh, doubt. Where just across the board, whoever team you play for, he is just because he just even from his podcast, he, you can tell it he's just a down to earth yeah. guy who just seems like a normal guy. He shows up to games in sweatpants and sweatshirts and t shirts, <laughs> like people like us would wear. Because I'm yeah. not going to be the guy, not that I would be uh, ever on the team like that. But if I were to be on a team, I'm not going to be showing up in a suit to get in a plane. Uh, or to walk under. into a stadium I'm like, are you kidding? I'm not going to wear this no. for the two minutes people are going to see me in it. I, I don't think so, right? So no, 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 no. The Jason Kelsey vibe is just it, it is a vibe that yeah, yeah. so many people connect with. So I love seeing it, love it. So, yeah. all right, well, let's talk about some of these records that the Chiefs set in this okay. game. Okay, right? all so, right. So first off, Patrick Mahomes has been an underdog very few times in his career. Uh, regular season or postseason, only eleven games, and yeah. in those eleven games, Patrick Mahomes is eight and three. So yeah. that is a very high percentage. The most uh, wins and the highest percentage win by anybody in NFL history, as far as quarterbacks go. I think Lamar Jackson is actually second uh, on that list in games that he is yeah. uh, the underdog in. But all that to say this, and some we learned. Something that we already knew, but maybe the NFL world had forgotten that Patrick Mahomes once again proved in this Bills game, Patrick is still Patrick. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. No yeah, matter definitely. who his receivers are, who's on the field with him, Patrick is still going to do Patrick yeah. Mahomes things. Yeah. So it's like, it's like, it doesn't matter who's in the backfield, who's uh, his wide receivers. Uh, he's just going to drag them to the AFC championship game. I know. I know. <laughs> and like, true. that's all he does. That's all he does. I mean, Six years starting, six. I'm sure we're going to talk about this, but six AFC oh, yeah. Championship games. I mean, just the, I mean that is mind blowing to me. Yeah, well, let's jump in. So this is the sixth yeah. straight AFC Championship game that Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs have been in, all with Patrick Mahomes as their starter. 
The yeah. only team that has a longer streak, and it's obviously not an active streak anymore, but was the New England Patriots. They went eight straight years. So wow. And even of those six for the Chiefs, they've hosted five of those. This will be the first one they've played on the road. So right. and like you said earlier, I don't think playing on the road is gonna I mean, it does make a difference. I'm not saying yeah. it doesn't, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, when it comes down to it, those guys are still going to show up and play hard and give yeah. just as much effort uh, in those road games as they would at home. Yeah, and they just they look locked in, don't they? The Chiefs, they just looked locked in, ready to go, ready to. Oh yeah. Like, hey, let's let's figure this. We've got this figured out. We've been here before. Let's just do it. Hey, honestly, that might be the best their offense has looked all year. Yeah, that may be. The, I know that's wild to say. Yeah, uh, wild to say. I'll, I'll be honest. I was struggling to think, man. Their defense might hold, you know, the Bills to, you know, a lower score to maybe even 20 points or whatever. But I was right. I wasn't so sure how many points the Chiefs offense could put up. So and if they would have scored that touchdown where McCall Hardman fumbled the ball, I mean, they would have scored 34 points. Right. Wow. Pretty easily. So that would have been very impressive. So yeah. But either way, still got the win. We'll always take that. So and then in this game, Travis Kelsey scores two touchdowns from passes from Mahomes which makes him and uh, Patrick Mahomes the uh, – gives them the record for the most postseason touchdowns by a duo in the NFL with 16. Yeah. So, And keep in mind, as you just pointed out, this is only their sixth season as Patrick Mahomes is their starter playing together. Right. So, And it's possible they could get a couple more even next week. I'd be right. all right with that. So I mean, just I mean, add a little yeah. more to that record, pad it a little bit. So, but here's something I want to point out too. So, did you hear what uh, the offensive tackle for the Bills said before the game? Did you hear that this oh, week? I did so not hear that. One thing he said, you know, probably in their press report or press conference or whatever it was, but Bills offensive tackle Dion Dawkins. This is the quote he said. I'll, so, quote: Pat has never been to the Bills stadium in full effect. He has no idea what our fans even look like. Good luck. End of quote. Oh. So that's what he said uh, about Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs coming into the Bills oh. Stadium. And after the game, Patrick Mahomes posted a picture on the old Instagram, which is yeah. in quotes the the two words, good luck. <laughs> so all I have to say is you don't want to give Patrick Mahomes any more material. I think we know no, no. by now that he yeah. lives off that kind of stuff when yeah. people start doubting him and saying they can't do this or can't do that. Yeah. I mean, that just gives him the fire to just keep going out there and keep doing it. And so, and as right. you point out earlier, if this is supposed to be the chiefs down year, yeah, they're, they're rebuilding year. I mean, especially a few games into the year, we're like, okay, well, these receivers can't catch. They're not figuring yeah. it out. Well, rebuilding year, right? If this is supposed to be that year and they already made it to the AFC championship game, good luck. Yeah, so. good, good luck. There you go. Yeah, definitely. Uh, it's good luck, uh, man. Uh, yeah, I think Pat Mahomes saw those Bills fans, those dirtbag fans throwing snowballs at him after the game. I mean, man, my no goodness. joke. Well, I because mean, I have think, a little uh, class, Buffalo. I think we were at that game where it had snowed before, and they were kicking people out for throwing snowballs on the field. And I think there was yeah. an announcement over the PA that, like, yeah, if you there was. get caught throwing snowballs, you are going to be ex- uh, you know, kicked out of the stadium for the game. And so, yeah. like, I just didn't, like, I mean, that one almost that hit MBS. It did hit a Bills player, you know? And so, like, I mean, yeah. I know it's, like, all for fun, but, I mean, like, that's – I mean, these guys are already dealing with enough. They don't need sm- stuff flying out of the stadium. 
yeah. hitting them as they're, you know, so I, I, don't know. I think sometimes people forget these guys are so human too. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. As much as we want to jump on, you know, these things of how much of a fan we are, how much we love our team or yeah. don't like this other team. I mean, when it comes down to it, all these guys are still people and we need to treat them with the respect yeah. they deserve. Yeah. Right. Even so. for people like that play for the Broncos who I might not like the Broncos, <laughs> but, but I'm still not going to throw objects at any other player or, anything no. like that and and i think that that's the thing is it's just it's a game right yeah. it's not life and death i mean right. it's not your you know it's not going to ruin your life if the chiefs lose or if the bills lose or whoever loses right it's just your next day right so yeah uh, we can't be that much wrapped even though we love the chiefs and we're fanatics about the chiefs like we can't be so just let it control our lives i think that's the most important thing to remember Oh yeah, absolutely. So after seeing that guy crying on national TV when the Bills lost, I mean, like, I've never oh, cried. Okay, out. you know what? I can understand that. You they're never trying cry. to beat the. They are trying to beat. I mean, I've never cried over a Chiefs loss, but yeah, I understand. See, there you go. I understand why somebody would because they just love their team so much. So yeah, I don't fault them or any fan for right. doing that. So especially when you think it's supposed to be your year, you think. Okay, we finally yeah. got Mahomes and the Chiefs in our building. We're finally going to be able to get past them in the playoffs. And then Mahomes just ripping your heart out and saying, not today, sir. Not today. So, yeah, uh, you know, I understand why they would be a little upset with those things. But to your point, I, I still agree that yeah. football is not the most important thing in life. And we need to right. remember that it's still just a game. It's just still entertainment, if nothing yeah. else. So. You can still yeah. love it, be all in for, be a fanatic fan. Uh, we yeah. are too. Uh, we're we're right there in the boat with you. Yeah, but, man, keep your priorities the right priorities. Is, exactly is all it really is, right? Exactly. There, people are always more important than a game. Boom. There you so, go. So, all right. So, real quick, as we finish up this episode here, initial thoughts on the Ravens. Whew, so that's man. who we play this next week, and we'll have another episode before that game kind of digesting that yeah. game and what we're looking for and so forth. But that game is going to be played Sunday afternoon at, uh, at two o'clock central time where we are here. So there you go. Initial thoughts on the Ravens. All right. So I think, uh, and I know I've, uh, we talked earlier, but this probably changed my thoughts uh, even 30 minutes later, but uh, playing the bills, the way the bills played was perfect for us to play Lamar Jackson. Oh, really? So, what did the, what did the Bills want to do? They wanted to run. They wanted to control the clock. You have a running quarterback, and I think it gave our team, the defense in particular, like, oh, this is how we're gonna. This is what it's gonna be like next week. And I think there's gonna be a lot of film that you're gonna be able to look at. And be like, okay, how do we play? How do we do this? What do we need to adjust? And I think it was Spags with the week of making adjustments for that. I think it's gonna be great. Now, what worries me is that Buffalo or that not Buffalo, the Ravens defense is pretty stout. Yes, uh, they are. That, that is they, the biggest difference. Is they're good on both yeah. sides of the ball. Yes, and so they're they're the number one seed for a reason. Uh, I'm not saying that we say it all the time. Any given Sunday can happen. Uh, a team can be beat, but yeah, I think that that defense flies around and they're big. They're big guys and they fly around. And they make you pay when they when you catch the ball. So that would that's probably what concerns me the most. Uh, Lamar Jackson and that defense. How about you? What concerns yeah. you the most? Uh, man, I'm gonna say the run defense as well. So yeah, uh, I don't necessarily think that uh, I want to see. I mean, yes, it did maybe help prepare them a little bit, seeing you yeah, know, yeah. Josh Allen run a little bit. Uh, big difference between Lamar Jackson and Josh Allen. Uh, Lamar yeah. Jackson is much faster, but Josh Allen is much bigger. 
Yeah. So if you can catch Lamar Jackson, it'll be easier to bring him down, but you got to catch right. him first. Right. Yeah. So, uh, man, hopefully Willie Gay will be healthy and healed and ready to go because yes, uh, be he's big. a fast yeah. linebacker. And if we can have him spying on Lamar Jackson, that would be great. So, and if he can't, these other linebackers, they'll fill in, but there's not quite as fast and move quite as quick as Willie Gay. So hopefully right. he'll be healed and ready to go. But yeah, the biggest thing for the Ravens is stopping the run. Yeah, and that's what uh, we we know the cheat code. I mean, uh, we've said it for years now. The way to beat Lamar Jackson is make him beat you with his arm. And yep. I think if you can make him beat you with his arm and he beats you, you shake his hand and say, man, heck of a game. That's right. So keep him in the pocket. Yeah. Don't let him escape and put pressure on Lamar Jackson. That's, that's you do, simple, you do those things, you will, that. Win, you will win the game if you do that. Now, simple as that. Easy to say. Hard to execute. So, and we'll talk more about that in our next next episode. But yeah. those are our initial thoughts heading into uh, this game Sunday against the Ravens. So, thanks for joining us this episode of the Keenum Corner. Make sure you like, subscribe, leave us a review. That really helps us out a lot. So, yeah. not kidding. Go to our website or wherever you're yeah. listening to this at. Leave us a review. Share this with your friends. Uh, help us get this out to all the good people out there in the world. So, thanks for joining us in this episode of the Keenum Corner. This episode is brought to you by Ohay Threads, where a portion of every purchase goes to support missions all over the world with super soft tees, super soft hoodies. Mm -hmm. uh, yes. And so get yourself one of those, and I promise you, you'll love it. So we'll see you next time right here in the Kingdom Corner.